Hello and welcome to the Skinny with Steph. This is Steph Novak here to talk to you about fitness, fun stuff, and everything else in between. Today I wanted to cover a little bit topic that's been coming up lately for a lot of my clients and maybe it's the time of year, maybe it's the stress about getting to the end of summer, getting back into routine, kids are going back to school, holidays are about to come upon us quicker than we know it, and what starts to happen more than ever now is emotional eating. When that starts to happen, and usually it's typically before a busy time of year like September, October, November, December, where everything just rushes into each other or even more heightened a lot of the time at the holidays. And then sometimes it gets a little bit easier when you don't have birthdays or occasions or things like that stressing you out. But when it comes to emotional eating, a lot of the time it's hard to even recognize it. And sometimes we just knock it off as cravings and say, hey, you know, I had my period, so I'm craving chocolate. Or I had a great day, a great meeting with my boss. I got a promotion. I'm going to go out and we're going to eat everything under the sun and order dessert. Or you're super bored at work and it's just been a crappy freaking morning. Nothing is going right. So you're going to go for that extra caramel frappuccino that will distract you from whatever you're thinking about that's not making you feel too great. So whether it's a time of excitement or maybe a time of stress, a time of sadness or boredom, it all is linked to emotional eating. Well, the funny thing is you can blame all of those things on your parents because you really learned how to emotionally eat from them and things that they taught you. Like when you were a kid and you went to the doctor, if you're like me, I got a lollipop as soon as I left the office. I think it was actually still in the office and they handed it to us as we left. And then when we had our report cards, we went to McDonald's if we did good. And we always did good. I mean, I was one of four kids. Somebody always did good. So we went to McDonald's. Um, On Sunday nights when we all ate together, we had pasta dinners. So I typically find that when I'm going to celebrate something, I'm going to go out and have like a giant unhealthy cheat meal. Or if I went through something that was really difficult, I'll reward myself with candy. Or when I'm, this is the crazy thing that I notice, whenever I'm feeling lonely or like I don't belong or I want to feel comfort, I always go for pasta. I don't go for anything else. And I think it's because as a kid, I was one of four. As one of four, of course, you get lost in, you know, of course, over the time. But my family really never sat down to a meal together. We, my mother was a stay-at-home mom, but she was like the typical soccer mom, always running around. I did dance. My sister did gymnastics. My brother did every sport in the books. And my other brother did soccer. So she was never... There was not, it was impossible for us to sit down and have a big, nice family dinner with all six of us. Typically, we ate in front of the TV or alone in our bedrooms, still in front of the TV. Um, But on Sundays, she would attempt to get all six of us to sit together. It didn't happen often. She might get like maybe three. Sometimes she would sit with us, not really all the time. It was rare that my father ever joined us. He said he never liked to eat at that time of day. And as a kid, I like 
craved Sundays. I loved Sundays. And I think that's why now today, when like I'm looking for a sense of belonging, I always want to go for pasta. So it's amazing to see what those emotional triggers are from what types of foods. So I encourage you, if you find that you emotionally eat and it's a certain food or when you have a certain feeling and it might be something silly, just like boredom, you're bored. So you go for something to eat. I get it. I do it too. You know, you're bored. You're going to go for chips or, um, reach into a giant bag of trail mix with those nice little tiny pieces of chocolate chips, or you're going to go for candy, or you're going to walk by your friendly neighbor's cubicle because you know they always have Starburst out, things like that. But it doesn't matter really what the emotion is because it could be celebrating, but identifying what emotion triggers, what kind of feeling in your eating will help first just identify the patterns. Once you could identify the patterns, then it's a little bit easier to kind of tackle. So if you can identify what the patterns are, then when they first started happening to make those patterns available, like doctor's appointments, getting good grades, things like that, how you're rewarded with food or punished with food, then trying to reassociate those feelings with new foods or distract yourself from those feelings. So like the simple boredom and you're going to reach for chips, rather than do that, put on your favorite music, go for a walk, scroll through Facebook, play a game on your phone, anything like that will just distract you and take your mind off the idea of just eating to satisfying boredom. Or let's say you typically celebrate with a giant cheat meal like I do. Stella celebrating that way, I do a self-care day and I go for a mani-pedi or a massage or get a facial, things like that when I want to celebrate instead of rewarding myself now with food. When I have a bad day, instead of going ahead and having fast food, McDonald's, Chinese, anything like that, which by the way, I haven't eaten McDonald's in years. I kind of think it's really gross now. I don't know. There were too many videos on the internet of like all those meats coming out of processed machines and they're all bright pink. I, I just can't. But that's where I stem from. Instead of getting fast food, I am a constant customer of Seamless. Uh, And if you don't know what Seamless is, just think of any internet ordering, food ordering app that'll come in like 60 minutes or less. Um, I do that and sometimes I don't make the best choices. But instead of when I'm not feeling great and I just want to order in food, I'm picking from like the worst of the worst, which is usually like Chinese for me or pasta, Um, I make sure I have like my top five healthy meals, uh, healthy restaurants picked out, like Bear Burger or Greek Mediterranean places, things like that where I know they'll still taste delicious and they're not exactly unhealthy and they'll make me feel good. Because really, crappy food makes you feel crappy. So why fill myself up with more crappy food? Then when it comes to that like pasta craving when I'm feeling alone or lonely or whatever the heck it is um, or just like I don't fit in rather than do that I find that if I do something that's fun it makes me feel much better like literally I like to go to the park now and I people watch I know I'm like the youngest person there people watching I'm surrounded by all 75 and older but I love it it's so interesting to see like the random exercises that they're doing um and I go to the water it's it's beautiful some people are always kayaking it's really nice I love that stuff 
or go rock climbing one day or go for a random hike. Anything that's going to like take my mind off of it. If you have rollerblades, that too. But having more, having fun and like having playtime, I realize comforts me better than having pasta comfort food. It'll make the emotion one, it, it, it'll just make me feel better too. You can release those happy chemicals when you do stuff like that, being outside, getting vitamin D, stuff like that. Um, and three, it's healthy. The funny thing is that they recently found in um, when doctors were looking at this that even before you're given the food that you think is going to make you feel better, so even before you're given the cake, the candy, the cookies, the chips, things like that that you know is going to make you feel good and make your brain light up, before you're given it, your brain starts to release more dopamine and more serotonin. So even just the thought of the food gives you the feeling of happiness. So you don't actually have to have it, which I thought was crazy. I never knew that it was possible. And then the other day I realized, because I was going out, I was picking up my food from somewhere, and as soon as I got into my car, I was like, oh my God, I feel so good. My mood just completely changed. And I realized I didn't even eat anything yet. I was still 15 minutes away, but so happy. So just the idea of that kind of food in your head, just thinking about it, can release the chemicals. Now imagine if you just thought about that food, let the chemicals in your brain release, and then did something that was great for your body. Did a quick workout, went and chatted on the phone with a long-lost friend who you haven't heard from in a long time to make, obviously, make you feel better. Um, Anything that's going to stimulate either you mentally, emotionally, or physically. Imagine by doing that, rather than just filling your stomach with something unhealthy to make your brain light up. Everybody would literally be down and wait. No, people would not be obese or morbidly obese if they actually tried doing that. So it's really cool that you don't even need to give yourself, to put that food in your body, just the thoughts about it and getting excited about it make you feel happier. The other thing that I really like to do when things like that come up is like really... If I absolutely like have to go for those foods, and typically we're going to go for sugars or sweets, right? Um, Aside from, unless it's really time for a big meal and stuff like that. But when you find that you're having cravings or in between meals, it's sugar or sweets. Replacing those treats with healthier versions is also a great option. So instead of me going for like a sweet, which would typically be like, a small piece of candy or cookie or stuff like that, having a packet of hazelnut almond butter. I love. Still kind of feels like a sweet. It's a much healthier version of one. Even better. Or if I want to go for something salty, I'll once in a while do homemade kale chips or homemade sweet potato chips. Those are another great option rather than going for a bag of chips. Or... Combine the two somehow. I haven't figured out how to get really creative with it yet. When you have the sweet and salty craving, which a lot of the time is actually just dehydration. And you'll find that if you have a glass of water, the whole feeling completely goes away within 10 minutes. But let's say you're having a crazy day. Rather than go for like chocolate covered pretzels, go for dark chocolate covered almonds instead. Things like that where you're, One, finding substitutions. Three, trying to distract yourself when you can. Oops, I skipped a number. (laughs) 
<laughs> Two, distract yourself where you can. And then three, identifying them so you know when they happen, then having better solutions for them. All of those three in hand will really help you tackle emotional eating. And no, it never happens overnight. And everybody knows like weight loss is not a steady downhill battle. It is freaking crazy. And it loops up and down and it feels like you might be backtracking and then you go giant forward 10 steps and then backtrack too. And it's nuts and it's not predictable. But it does happen predictably if you're looking over the course of a longer span of time. So rather than tracking yourself every single day, looking at what you're doing over the course of every 7 to 14 days, yes, it'll be a steady downhill process if you're following the tools and the tricks of the trade of course so for the rest of today I am of course slightly PMSing so I am going to make sure I'm eating super healthy because of I really want to go for my cheats I want to eat whatever the heck I want for some reason I really want white chocolate I think I saw it on a video on Facebook earlier um not gonna go for it instead I'm gonna make sure I'm drinking my hundred ounces of water today I know I'm having a salad with steak for dinner. I don't have time to snack in between or after my dinner, which is perfect. And then tomorrow morning, I have a super busy morning, so I'm going to have some RX bars in my purse just in case I don't have time for breakfast. I could pop one of those uh, while I'm waiting for my plane to depart in the morning. So if you're like me and you're having a crazy day tomorrow too, Go out and get some RX bars like I am. My favorite are the chocolate sea salt. They're freaking delicious. Um, Which is also another great solution if you're craving salty and sweet. And have have one of those for breakfast or one of those for lunch instead of having dinner rather than skipping your meals for the day and only eating at the end of the day. Which you know is always going to sabotage you and cause weight gain. I hope this helps. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at Coach Steph Novak on Instagram. That's C-O-A-C-H-S-T-E-F-N-O-V-A-K. All right, guys, this has been The Skinny with Steph. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll chat with you soon. Bye.